Take the Ron Show wherever you go. Download the America One Radio app to your smartphone and listen on the go. Or in traffic wishing you were on the go. The Ron Show on America One Radio. Uh, just piggybacking a little bit on the conversation uh, with the potential of a Nikki Haley candidacy. What does a Nikki Haley Condoleezza Rice ticket look like? Whew. Tough to beat, if you ask me. Okay, let's uh, move on. I, I'm telling you. This, this could be one of those conversations we'll look back on in 2024 when the, the tickets are there and we go, Ron, what the hell were you thinking? But if we are thinking that, I'm thinking we dodged a bullet. That's what I'm thinking. And I'm going to tell you why. And I'm going to use Lindsey Graham's words to explain why this would be such an important opportunity for Republicans. Remember what he said when he was pleading for people to vote for Herschel Walker for, well, just external visceral reasons. This is exactly what he said. Listen. And here's the most important point I'm going to make tonight. They're, they're trying to destroy Herschel to deter young men and women of color from being Republicans. If they destroy Herschel, it will deter people of color from wanting to be a conservative Republican because you just have your life ruined. We cannot let that happen. We need, his, we need to have his back. If Herschel wins, he's going to inspire people all over Georgia of color to become Republicans, and I say all over the United States. Herschel Walker is a nightmare for liberals. He's an African-American conservative. They have belittled him. They have treated him like crap. His family stand by Herschel tonight. If you can give, give. If you know somebody that can give, ask them to do it. TeamHerschel.com. The conservative movement for people of color is on the ballot in Georgia. We must help people like Herschel for the benefit of our country and the future of conservatism. TeamHerschel.com, please. Republicans believe that representation only matters when representation comes with conservatism. They abhor identity politics when it comes to progressives or liberals, but they readily understand the importance of representation from a conservative lens. It's why I always kind of chuckle when they cling, cling to Candace Owens' word. Or here locally uh, from uh, Janelle King, one of the regular pundits on the Georgia gang. They cling to the vast minority of those who come from uh, the LGBTQ+, people of color, immigrant background. They cling to those folks because they actually believe in representation if that representation can absolve their party of all of their past and current wrongs. We can't be any black We're going to run Condoleezza Rice. We can't be any immigrant. Nikki Haley's the daughter of immigrants. Asterisk. It's the left. The left is racist. Look how they treated Herschel Walker. Never mind the underlying racism of running a popular black man who was highly unqualified for the job because they thought, well, we'll just put a black person on the ticket and that'll win over black voters. I mean, that, that in and of itself is insulting, if not altogether racist from the get-go, right? But they believe that if they can field candidates that show voting blocks that they've had trouble winning over, 
that they do want them in their fold, they think just showing someone from that block of voters from a racial or gender, sexual identity standpoint is all it takes. But make no mistake, Nikki Haley's not Herschel Walker. She's not stupid. She's not unqualified. She has a lot of background. She's not a dumb woman. She's ideologically misaligned with the vast majority of women, ideologically misaligned with the majority of those who are children of immigrants, much like Herschel Walker was highly misaligned with the vast majority of African Americans, particularly Southern African American voters. But Nikki Haley's smarter than Herschel Walker. She doesn't come with the baggage that Herschel does either. Let's admit, he came with a treasure trove of baggage. So Democrats need to recognize that if Republicans ever get out of the way of voting for the biggest asshole just to own the libs, that they could find themselves feeling a ticket that might actually win them a popular vote and the Electoral College. Now, I'm not saying pro-choice women can be duped by seeing a female candidate or a a, a two-female tandem on a ticket. And I'm not saying that African-American voters can be swayed by seeing a conservative on the ticket. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying, y'all, we have to understand that, like, there's a huge chunk of eligible voters in this country who don't vote at all. And also that a lot of elections are swayed by independents who can go either way. Those folks can be swayed. You think it's hard to undo the Dobbs decision now? You think it's hard now to get a minimum wage passed? You think it's hard to overcome a 6-3 Supreme Court minority hold by a majority vote? Let a ticket like Haley Rice come together. I mean, Democrats have to admit, we already have a ticket in place that is in the red, in the negative on popularity, and the economy's humming. The economy's in great shape. The party needs to realize they're not really good at this marketing thing, because they're not. And the hard truth is Democrats haven't always been all that welcoming to younger voters, because younger voters tend to be more progressive than the establishment has been, and there's been a lot of that, sit down, learn, wait your turn. You know how Pelosi and AOC weren't really, the squad, they weren't really. The left complains that the under 30 voter that agrees with them ideologically doesn't show up to vote. But you got to listen to them. You got to give them a seat at the table and then maybe they do show up. And finally, we're starting to see a result of that. And lo and behold, we've got a millennial in the House of Representatives now. And in the midterms, I think it was the under 40 voter that saved our ass, right? So it's a sobering conversation that has to be had within the Democratic Party, within the Oval Office. Are we going to run an octogenarian for president? Especially if there's a Nikki Haley on the other ticket? What if it's Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley? That's a younger ticket. It's fraught with jackassery, but it's a younger ticket. Understand that I appreciate what the Biden presidency has done for this country. I'm just concerned that this is only going to be a four-year term if the candidate and the party don't understand, like they didn't in 2016, that there are limitations to popular appeal with that ticket. More Ron Show on America One Radio next. <laughs>